Hey guys, and welcome to episode 11 of the Blockchain Bandits podcast. You're here with me, Jeff. Myself, Courtney. And no Andy today, because Andy has left us to go on a ski trip, of all things. Yeah, we, we had this Blockchain Bandits podcast planned, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this guy just says, oh yeah, I'm going on a ski trip with work, and I'm going to have fun. And you guys are just going to be stuck in rainy England doing the boring podcast. Well, you know what, Andy? It's not boring, okay? It's fun. We love it. Enjoy your time in having skiing or whatever. You can't even ski. You can't even ski, Andy. What are you doing? Now, personally, I want him to have a good time, you know. No, Andy, I, 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 no, hope he, I hope he gets injured. Come on, Andy, Andy, break a leg in a good way. Not really. In a bad way. Just break a leg, you know, go for it. Good luck with everything you're doing out there. Enjoy it. Yeah, I can see it all over Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's been yeah. posting all over Instagram. The lovely yeah. snowy hills. Yeah, whatever. Whatever, Andy. Just, you know, we might not even have Andy back. We might not even have him back. We should get someone else. Yeah, Carton get... Banks. I'm pretty sure that guy is looking for work, you know, so yeah, we can get him over. <laughs> um, I think, uh, yeah, it's, uh, Andy, enjoy yourself. Don't come back. <laughs> yeah uh you know and i think we should just turn this into something a bit more positive though we're gonna make this a special you know maybe oh maybe. yeah no this is a special episode actually yeah courtney's right because um this episode we're going to be focusing on one topic and that topic is the recent crash because we thought it was a very rich topic there's a lot to talk about there's a lot of things that kind of um spring off of just that topic um but yeah in case you've been living under a rock or you just don't pay attention to the cryptocurrency markets, there have been there's been a recent like crash in inverted commas. Um, it happens around this time of year every year. Well, not every year, but the past three years, and um, it's it's happened again. Prices dip down, and everybody starts panicking. All the people that doubt cryptocurrency come out of their shells and start saying oh i told you it was gonna crash blah 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 and people did lose money to be fair people there were people who lost money but that's what we want to discuss the people who lost money and also people who made money because for me personally i saw this crash as an opportunity i welcomed it um i actually made a video called um um is FUD good for the cryptocurrency market? And in that video, I discussed whether FUD actually just provides opportunities, buying opportunities for um, investors and traders and was actually needed because it just seems like everyone was just buying, buying, buying. And it was very hard to find a, a good opportunity. And it made the charts look very unhealthy. That's why you get these mm. sharp drops because of these sharp rises. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you, you, if I'm right in saying that, you know, <laughs> the cryptocurrency market is very volatile. Um, so we expect, you know, you know, drops randomly and, you know, for the, the market to go crazy and build up to a really high, high. <laughs> um, but, you know, this is like a, a crash that happens almost periodically. Mm. So every year, um, which I think is quite interesting. Um also, I'd say that, you know, these big drops is actually like a bit of a yin and yang effect, effect sorry. because, um, you know, 
the market gets boosted so much you know and all these new people coming in newcomers and you know a lot of people investing because they feel like they're going to make money and it boosts up the market so high that yeah you can make a lot of profit but then if you are again a newcomer coming in at the high highs you're going to say to yourself i'm not getting involved you know you might look at it and say yeah i can't get involved you get that fomo and everything else and i guess you know these crashes do actually offer opportunity for you to then get involved and you know have your entry point at that stage Mm. at the same time a lot of new people come into it and they don't really um, look at the market like, oh, it's at an all-time high, I don't want to get involved. They see it as, it's at an all-time high, where do I get involved? Like, how do I get involved? I get so many more messages on Twitter, Instagram, any everywhere, people asking me how to get involved when the prices are shooting up than when they're cheap. Like, very few people come to me and say oh how do i buy i heard prices are cheap now blah blah blah. i think like one person one or two people compared to like 20 daily that 20 messages daily or 20 30 messages i get the prices are surging up so um yeah no it's it's just um that's one thing that we we want to address but let's kind of focus on how um it came to be that the market was crashing like that so basically i think it started kicked off with something i think we've spoken about so like the coin market cap situation where they removed the korean exchanges from their um price average um and it caused people to panic and and sell then out of nowhere um um the korean uh and a korean official came out and said that they were looking to ban cryptocurrencies according to the media um, now, in reality, that was taken out of context, and it was just one official who happened to be contradicting everything else the Korean government was saying. Um, but obviously, the media only highlighted that, and it caused the market to crash. People thought, "Oh, cryptocurrency is going to dry out in um, mm. in Korea. Does it mean it's going to dry out everywhere else?" Um, and the same situation happened with China. And after the China um, FUD, prices increased to highs that no one ever expected so um it's just uh, i was speaking to someone actually um earlier on this week and they were saying that they they made the point that every time there's a crash like this and every time there's fud all the bad news seems to have come out at the same time even when it's things that have been that have happened or have been said by people far before um, far before the, the actual crash mm. they st- only decide to release it in at this specific point with other things like for example Warren Buffett came out yeah. and said that he didn't want to he doesn't see himself investing in cryptocurrencies and because he doesn't understand it and blah blah, blah he, he thinks it's gonna it's a bubble that's gonna burst yeah but he had said this uh, quite a while ago but they only decided to push it in the media right when um, everything else was happening and it caused a sharp sharp um, drop and obviously if you're um, a lot of people benefit from that because then they got in um, at cheap prices and but mm. as well on the other side of people who lost money because they bought at the top so it's like a compounded kind of you know fear uncertainty doubt getting hit from every potential direction mm. you know because I'm pretty sure it's through different types of media outlet even media outlet that don't normally talk about cryptos at all 
um, they were, you know, put up articles saying, you know, it's the end of cryptos. Um, has the market fallen? Um, and it was this big kind of, you know, drive in effect to kind of push people out of the market. Um, what I think would be questionable is, um, you know, why? There's obviously natural reasons why in terms of pushing down prices, etc. But I guess this is not fear, uncertainty and doubt being pushed by people that actually have bought in to the actual the market, you know, or they're actually people that maybe are holding and they're saying to themselves, in the, in the short term, they'll push it down. Um, but then, you know, that'll give us an opportunity to buy even more in. And then we'll slowly push, you know, push the, push the price up again. Um, and um, I've, I think it really just impacts newbies and um, people that have no understanding of the market at all. Because what you kind of expect is that you'll buy at a high, you lose money and then you panic. And you say to yourself, well, I can see everything dropping, especially if you've got a large portfolio and, you know, many different assets, you know, you know, Ethereum, Litecoin, and you're, and you're all over the place. And you kind of see that your overall kind of portfolio has decreased at least by 10% in short, short, short space of time. Now, if you put a lot of money into that, that's a lot of money for you um, that you potentially have lost. Um, and you kind of say to yourself, I need to get out of this. Um, and, and, and this is what, you know, these potential people are kind of driving in the, in the market right now, which I guess our consensus on it is try and hold, try and, you know, use your head and kind of say, you know what, so, you know, this coin's actually good. You know, Ethereum, for instance, it's, it's good. It's got longevity, um, you know, and, and not to panic too much because of this large push to kind of cause fear. Well, people who come into them, the reason this FUD works so well is because people don't come into the markets for the right reasons. The reason, like, that's one of the things that uh, we're, we're going to speak about because um, everyone I know that came into the market for the right reasons um, invested at decent price. When price was dropping, like, in our group, most of the time we were just, it was just banter. Like, we were just laughing about prices crashing and stuff, you know, partly because, you know, we've detached ourselves from the money and that's what you're supposed to do as an investor. Um, another part of it is just because it's fun and another part of it is um we we know we have our own plans we haven't like i assume the rest of the guys will have an exit strategy like we know what the plan is we know what we're in for we know what the market's like this is just part and parcel of being involved in cryptocurrency this sort of volatility this sort of drop and to be honest the whole time even at the lowest part of the drop my portfolio was still in profit because it was just about finding the right places to buy in the first place and a lot of people coming into it investing and they're not doing they don't have they have no clue about technical analysis to begin with mm. they have no clue about um you know just basic supply and demand in terms of the market and and price and and think price action and things like that they don't um, they don't fully understand the technology and the application and even if they do understand it, they might not believe in it. Because if you believed in it, no matter what happens, yeah, you won't be worried. As long as, you know, it's nothing too catastrophic, and which it wasn't really. If you looked at the the um, the price, for example, um, just three months ago, Bitcoin was at, what, like around 5K or something like that? Yeah. And it dropped to 9 it, And during the crash, it dropped like from i don't know like 13k to 9k mm -hmm. and people um 
wanted to act like that was the most terrible thing. But if you bought just three months ago, you'd still be in, in profit. And what other um, asset class kind of offers those sorts of um, opportunities and those sorts of um, those sorts of profits? It's just um, like we said, it's just um, a fad, and people are coming with a lack of understanding. I think that's one huge problem in this space, and that's why the market's so easily manipulated um, mm. because there's so many newbies and um they're so sensitive to the fear aspect and the greed aspect which is one of it as well because it's, that's the same it's, it's, it's the same sort of thing that happens on the other side like i was saying all the bad news comes out at the same time but all the good news ha- happens to come out at the same time as well like um i wouldn't be surprised when the lightning network and the raiding network get released all sorts of other things are going to start getting announced we've got um there's a rating coming out soon where um um, all the coins are going to be rated. Um, we'll see how that affects the market. I have no clue how it's going to affect the market, to be honest. I do know that certain coins are going to be more favoured. Um, but um, yeah, no, it's, it's it's just purely a lack of understanding. Um, and yeah, just loads of new people being easily manipulated, and that's why this market can be so easily manipulated. Yeah, I would assume it's just a lot of get-rich-quick kind of um, mentality going on. Um, and, you know, if if you kind of follow that direction, that path, you can also get, you know, broke quick too, um, depending on how you handle your assets, your money. And, you know, I think people just need to think a bit more. Um, if you think about it this way, just like Jeff said, um, you bought in maybe just after Christmas where everything went to its like, low, um, and it was almost like a bargain sale um, and you could have went and bought you know how many different cryptos for a, a cheap price even if you bought at that stage and then you waited and then you hit the, the crash the other day you still be in profit yeah. you know and pretty much every crypto that did drop um, in, the, in the recent uh, crash bounced back mm. so really what are you losing out um, in, in that respect I think it's more of a case if you bought at the highs and mm. that's where you got your problem because you know you see something increase and you bought the high and then you know it doesn't continue to you know increase like Ethereum hit 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 its top and then that's when it dropped and then you you kind of say oh crap I bought right at the top and all that red oh damn like naturally yeah it's gonna depress you it's gonna upset you and um, then all you get from everything else in the news or whatever articles you read is you know the crypto market is gone it's it's it's, it's over is it the end of days um, you know. <laughs> Bitcoin is no more, stuff like that. Mm. Then you're gonna kind of think to yourself, "Damn, what have I got myself into?" Like, I, I thought I can just put in like some money and I'd be rich by next week because you know Gary down the road did it. Yeah. Meanwhile, you know the institutions are buying up the coins, and you're here selling your coins for a loss, and they're buying them back off of you, and they're gonna profit, get up to the top, and someone who's dumb would buy again at the top again, and the whole thing will happen to them all over again. Like the issue is um, is partly to do with you know, like we said, edu- lack of education. Like people don't aren't informing themselves, and and you know getting involved in the in that into an asset they don't really understand. Another thing is patience. Patience when it comes to investing and trading or even running a business, patience is one of the most important thing tools you need. 
because things mm. don't you're not in control of this you don't you can't control how the market moves unless you're uh, a whale or an institutional um an institution um you have no control over um or how these um markets move so you have to wait for the market um people weren't willing to wait for things to drop for them to get in because the FOMO got them one thing that Warren Buffett's actually said which is something that I always um adhere to mm. uh, and he was referring to the stock market he said um the stock market is just a transfer of wealth from the patient from the impatient to the patient and it's the same really in any with any asset class with the cryptocurrency market with the forex market um even the property market you have to sometimes you have to wait and sometimes you wait and wait and pr price will never get to where you want it to get but that's fine because there's other opportunities like you don't just dwell on on one and and um you know and just miss out there will be other opportunities that come along for example if you wanted to get in at a certain price and price never got there and it went up then you reanalyze and you find another area or another low perhaps um where you can get in um or you just completely forget that asset or that coin and move on to another one and see if you can get in on that um it's not the end of the world like this market has so many opportunities but people get so fixed on um just one um just honing in on one a specific um coin or one specific asset and they really want to get it for example i think ripple was like that for a lot of people yeah everybody wanted to get on a ripple yeah, when it when it was at the top especially mm. because they were hearing more and more about it in the news obviously it's uh, a bank coin that's what they're calling it um so it's going to get pushed like and it's making good partnerships it's very fast it's got good tech so obviously it's a good coin with a lot of good backing um good marketing so people are going to hear about it but just because people are hearing about it doesn't mean you just jump on, on the wave like you mm. have to get you have to analyze it properly but that's what a lot of people did they jumped on the wave they jumped on it late and then it crashed quite a lot ripple was one of the um the coins that got hit pretty hard so if only they waited then they would have had another opportunity and then it would have bounced back up like it has been doing like it's been bouncing back up and long term definitely ripple will have has a lot of potential um i believe that it's probably going to get rated highly on this new rating thing mm -hmm. um if it might be number one or number two um definitely 100 percent it'll be top five um but it will it it, it kind of deserves to be up there at the moment because what they're doing they have um they have good partnerships it has a good use case and it's and well, that's what we need like technology is about being able to be used if you people can use it again that's fair enough of course it's centralized and the owners own a lot of coins so you have to be wary of that because they could dump it on you at the drop of a hat um but mm. they have a lot of um they have a lot of potential for example um ripple i was talking the same person i was talking to before um about um you know the the fud situation he was saying, well, Ripple can go to other um, companies and like Facebook and be like, look, they're the only they're the only coin because they're a company and they hold coins. They could go to a company and be like, all right, we'll, we can give you this amount of Ripple if you start using Ripple on your platform. And who's going to say no to free money, really? Um, 
and I'm sure those companies could take on Ripple, but they will, they could also take on other cryptocurrencies as well. Mm-hmm. And he gave the example of um, Facebook. If you go to Facebook and give that deal with them, eventually, because they own WhatsApp, WhatsApp could be upgraded and integrated and put onto the blockchain. You'd be able to send coins via WhatsApp. Eventually, that could be your plan. Mm-hmm. That's and and that'd be great for the cryptocurrency market as a whole. But in in this specific um, instance, we're talking about Ripple, and so yeah, that kind of has it has potential there but this isn't financial advice by the way so don't just go and buy ripple because i'm saying all this like go do do your own research and stuff like that but um yeah no this is um it's it's a situation where people need to go out there and and do their research and be patient and uh, otherwise you're gonna get hurt in this market the market is not has no remorse it doesn't care whether you lose money it doesn't care if you've banked your whole family um, life savings on this like it, it will wipe you out in the, the drop out at the drop of a hat yeah i think it's just the way that um people kind of view the cryptocurrency market and how it's sold by the media by by normal people as well um like if you talk to a bunch of um uh, different people you'll find that they all have different views on a cryptocurrency market like um, I was talking to a guy the other day and as soon as I brought up like uh, Coinbase, he, he was like, oh, Courtney's trading cryptos. And it was just like, you know, OK, cool. Yeah, I am. But it's like, you know, what 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 does that mean to you? And when I kind of got into that conversation with him, he was just like, well, you know, I used to work with someone. They, you know, put in 15K and now they're a millionaire. And, and he almost assumed that's what I was attempting to do. Um, without knowing, you know, what I know about cryptos, what, you know, I um, envision for myself. And I think that's one key thing. And then another couple of people were talking about is like, oh, I put some money in, should I keep it held in, held, you know, I've got money in Bitcoin, what what should I do? And, you know, again, I don't give out financial advice, but I was just like, you know, you got to know about the coin. You know, he was really thinking about pulling out and he has a substantial amount of Bitcoin, I was like, maybe not the best time to pull out, but then that's it's up to you because my advice would be maybe hold, you know, you, you know what's coming down the line, that like Lightning Network and stuff like that. You, you could profit quite what, what, that decently. Um, but then again, it could drop and then what, you're going to take advice from me. So it's like, you've got to know for yourself, mm. you know, what do I want out of this? What do I want to gain out of this? When should I exit? When should I enter? You know, how should I play with this market and how should I benefit? And, Sometimes it won't go to plan. Sometimes it won't. But, you know, what What really will go wrong if you follow yourself and you've got your own knowledge? Like, you can only blame the fact that, unfortunately, you didn't know enough or whatever have you. But if you just blame, you know what, I tried to follow the bandwagon on Bitcoin and, you know, I saw it going up and I thought it would definitely keep going up. No. You've got to kind of follow your own mind, get your own knowledge and kind of use that as the basis of how you invest you know we always like to um compare the cryptocurrency market to the dot-com boom but you know similarly to how that worked yeah you had like microsoft etc being like the big pushes of it yeah and they you know if you invested in them you'd be doing really really well for yourself but you know there's so many other companies that most likely did have a great idea that you know did come out and were quite good and then on the same hand you had a, a number of companies that were just trying to you know feed off of it and a lot of people just jumped in because five guys over there were making loads of money. I want to jump on a bandwagon. And it's the same thing that's happening now. You've got to think of this as an investment in a, in like a company. And you've got to look at them. How good are they? What am I going to be able to benefit out of this company if they do well? Like, 
those types of things these stuff that should go through your head not just you know the coin looks really high right now you know this guy over here was making loads of money i most likely could make some money too maybe put some money in there now you gotta think about it and it's, it's that what we're trying to deliver to people in effect that's the kind of thought process of thinking about it looking into it and try to understand what you're getting yourself involved in mm. it's like i sometimes when i speak to people about uh looking into a cryptocurrency what i do to look into a cryptocurrency what uh, and they and they want to get into a cryptocurrency and they they i'm like oh, okay cool um what's the white paper saying they're like what <laughs> and then they said oh okay like what what's the use case like what um what kind of token is it what's the monetary po- policy on the token they're like um it's it's going up it's going up <laughs> i'm just like i'm just like okay all right yeah exactly i'm just like oh oh okay fine um have a look at the white paper have i give them like the spill on like what they should look into and then from there on then on it's up to them whether they look into it before they invest or they just go through it and then invest um personally like we've courtney's already mentioned you know looking into everything and, and that's what you should do but it's not just as simple as um like going going on to the um the um the white paper and and just looking at it what i do personally i, I read I, I try to read that's this is the reason why i'm not just investing in every coin or i'm you never hear me talking about and like five new coins every week because i actually take my time with, with the coins um that's why when most people ask me oh have you heard of this coin have you looked into this coin i'm like no i haven't yet like because i look at the white paper I, and then i read it again twice i take down some notes and then i take down some notes on like other factors and I really break it down and then I kind of just make some sort of, I value it in my head in terms of my school. I look at the chart, do the technical analysis, see if there's any buying opportunities. And then I'm, I, you know, kind of make my choice. Um, I feel like no one, not a lot of people really do that because they feel like, like it's, you know, it's FOMO. FOMO. They think they're going to miss out on, on a buying opportunity and stuff. And, and that comes back to the patience issue and stuff like that. Um, but you know what? It's totally up to you how you invest at the end of the day. Like maybe I'm doing it wrong. Maybe I am missing out on opportunities and I, you know, what? I have missed out on some coins because I'm taking my time, but the coins that I am invested in, I'm doing okay. Like if, if the market crashes again by 50%, I'm fine. Like, so it's, you got to find what works for you really. Um, in, in everything, like even in trading any asset, you've got to have a plan. You've got to look into everything. You got to even just write things down um you like with um forex what um you're well not really taught to do but what is advisable to do is write down your strategy write down every trade keep a trade journal sometimes even write down um how you were feeling at the time you made the trade how you were feeling at the time you close the trade then you can track your own psychology you can track your own emotions and it allows you to analyze way more and analyze the situation and you'll find that your trading gets a lot better and i think you know again we're not financial advisors but you know i don't really believe we're trying to even distribute kind of really financial advice it's more of a case of we're just concerned about people in the space. Mm-hmm. You know, we love the blockchain technology and technologies that have, you know, adapted themselves around it. And, you know, the more that we can put that out, the better. Um, you know, the more that the community can grow, the better. And, you know, 
the main way that the community can grow is actually from them seeing some benefit that benefit is the monetary value of of the coins and stuff like that but also the tech you know i don't know me personally the reason why i can get into the space so easily it's not necessarily to profit if i'm honest with you it's not necessarily to actually you know put some money in at the low and go oh yeah we've got a big percentage gain like that is a great side of it but to be honest with you it's more about learning about this technology that in effect could take over the world it could uh, you know put itself um across every single um company and all the rest of it we've already had like our um podcast last year about you know the expansion of blockchain tech in companies and stuff like that so that's what i'm really excited about and i think yeah if you can on the side of that gain from it go ahead like beautiful but for me personally the reason why i like to read a white paper is because i want to see what the hell this tech's going to do and how that could change my day-to-day living because you know something like iota which we like to bang on about um you know it can change so much for us it can make life actually easier for us you know um our transaction is much faster you know and that's what that's the late world we're living in that's the that's where we're going you know the internet of things that's that's this day and age it's, it's not something that's here right now but it's what we're moving toward you know i think a lot of people don't really understand tech and the way tech works but normally they have tech you know five years ahead of us ten years ahead of us today but they're just working on it slowly i believe blockchain technology is actually the part of that even even you you were saying um that um internet things isn't actually here and you're right it's not here in the mainstream but it's it's slowly finding its way into people's homes like I don't know if you guys have seen, if you're in the UK, you've probably seen the advert for a company called Hive, where you can basically turn your, control your heat and from a, an app on your phone, or there's like, um, there's other, there's other things, um, like even with, um, Amazon's, uh, what's that thing called? Uh, again? Alexa. Yeah, the Alexa thing. <laughs> um, I forgot what it's called, to be honest, but, um, yeah, that thing, that's, that kind of integrate, you can integrate that into so much other devices into your house and, you know, so slowly, slowly, you're gonna get machine to machine communication, and and things like that. And um, yeah, it's just another form of tech that's going forward. So, and if something, uh, well, like I O or that, and there's other things coming out that um, integrate that, you're gonna want to look into it because that could be in your home one day. You know, um, but that's mainly for like tech heads, I suppose, because we got we got like on the other side is that not everybody coming into this space is, is going to be a tech head and that's fine they might just come into it because they want to make profit and that's fine but if they're coming into it and they want to make profit you still have to be smart you still have to think about it and you still have to look into the tech um so there's that you know because i think i, I think the problem as well is a lot of people come into the market they've not looked into anything and they've just slapped some money on a trade or, or on a crypto and all of a sudden they made some money and now they think that they're Warren Buffett or Wolf of Wall Street, even though he wasn't an investor, but you know what I mean? Um, it's, um, it's just one of those things where um, people are getting a bit carried away and you can't blame them. It's an exciting space. Like, I love it. Like, I love talking about this stuff every day. I love being involved. I want to be involved more. I want to be involved in, in so many other ways. I want to absorb as much information as I can to do to do with this but it doesn't mean i'm going to rush into anything and i think that is the best way to go but you know humans will be humans you know you've got to um you've got to not that i'm not human by the way i am human 
Um, we have said in pre prior um, podcasts that Jeffrey's a human blockchain, so that's debatable. I'm still trying to figure out how that <laughs> how that works, but you know, apparently, but um, yeah, no, <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's um, it's it's exciting space. Like I love it. Um, I'm always actively trying to find more ways to be involved. I'm always actively trying to find more ways to um to learn more efficiently about it and find and um yeah just look up really cool things like i've recently made a video about the decentralized ledger to ledger um exchange which is another cool um use case there's use cases coming out and protocols coming out every day that are just really really cool um even if you're not a tech head you know i think everybody can appreciate something really cool a really cool device or really cool technology because that's just it's something that makes our lives easier like Courtney was saying and that's what technology technology is for to make our lives easier yeah it's, it's true like um I'm pretty sure everybody can benefit in some shape or form by just knowing about the different use cases for the different things that are coming out some things that you can use today you know some things that will apply to your life from today and I think just get out there and get the knowledge i think maybe even even us we kind of do bang on about like the the main ones the, in terms of coins the main icos um and you know potentially what we need to do is actually give a bit more reviews in the future um about different ones good or bad um we'll get back onto that this year but you know um i think the focus is on those ones even with this new um rating system coming out i think that will also put you know focus again on the big main players where there are so many different ICOs, but, you know, there's always a yin and yang effect again. You know, you've got the good ICOs that we should focus on, then we've got the bad ones and some of the small caps that are coming out that are not so great. So you're always got to be a bit careful, but it doesn't help, to, well, it doesn't hurt, sorry, to have more knowledge. Yeah, it doesn't at all. It doesn't hurt at all. It hurts to have less, to be honest, in my opinion. Um, and speaking of that rating system, um, I think if that rating system is going to bring anything to the table, it's going to bring volatility. Either it's going to send some some um, coins crashing down and some coins crashing up. But um, like Michael Jr. said in the group, if you guys are in the group chat that we have, um, it's going to take money out of the lower rated coins and put them into the higher rated coins initially, at least anyway. Um yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. We kind of, you can kind of have an idea of which coins will be highly rated. Yeah. Um, I'm. I don't know whether they're gonna put um Bitcoin as a highly rated um coin. I'm not sure because technically, if you look at the tech, you know, but it's still you know the granddaddy of um cryptocurrencies. So we'll see. I guess it depends on what their parameters are. Um, you know, most likely if we had like a rating system, it would be on tech with a balance of you know what the worth really is in terms of you know real value worth for, for the community um so it just depends on that to be honest with you if you kind of wanted to base it on centralization decentralization it will flip the scales again so it, it's all debatable yeah it does depend on what the param parameters are you're right um but yeah we'll see what happens with that it's supposed to be coming out this in, in this coming week so the week this podcast is released um we'll see but yeah, as for the crash, it seems like prices have bounced up quite a bit. Um, there were a lot of buying opportunities I bought during the crash. Personally, um, not too much, not too much, not too many coins. Um, just kind of built on the coins that I already have, so um, not not anything new. Um, but yeah, um, it was exciting. I know, I kind of I kind of was excited, and I don't know. Do you guys think? 
I don't know. Do you, um, I'll ask you, Courtney. Um, do you think it was kind of wrong for us to be like our group to be, I don't know, laughing and stuff during the during the crash because the other side there were loads of people losing money because we were laughing because you know it's exciting and we're seeing people panic and it was kind of funny. Um, there were loads and loads of memes like about the crash which were coming out and they were hilarious. Um, but uh, I don't know. You, I don't know. There was other people who were actually really upset. I think from a standpoint, if you go high level and kind of look at it this way, it would look bad. But you know, I don't feel like the group would be laughing at people or individuals in in the sense of ha ha, you did crap. You know, I don't care about you. I think it's more of laughing at the attitude behind it. You know, where some it's like um, I just have this picture in my head of a room of stock traders like running around with their arms flailing in the air because of the crash mm. like i think one people need to relax you need to kind of be focused on what you're trying to gain and and you know use a bit of our advice not the financial advice bit we're not financial advisors but use the advice in terms of just looking into things a bit more and gain that understanding and i think where you see people not doing that but then they're panicking it is a bit funny you know you you, you gotta appreciate that <laughs> that is a bit hilarious mm. um but at the same stead, as I say, I don't feel like anybody was laughing at that in particular. I think even when I saw the crash and I remember f finishing work and I was like, yo, Jeff, that sexy volatility. And it was just like, because, you know, it's expected. Yeah. You know, I looked at my portfolio. Um, I haven't got anything crazy going on, but I just was like, yeah, you know, I'm still in profit. It, it doesn't even matter. And I think for a lot of people that, you know, kind of do look into things and kind of do buy at the right place for them they will really think you know what i've either lost a little bit marginally or i've actually just lost some profit and it's not too bad for them you know what as well um one thing i don't feel bad about laughing about at all is the whole bitconnect situation so if you don't know about bitconnect it's a ponzi scheme it was a very obvious ponzi scheme um anytime i tweeted about it or made a joke about it on instagram or twitter i was attacked by these bitconnect users or and they'll come out and defend it and be like blah 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 bitconnect's still gonna be here next year we'll see where you are blah 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 and now bitconnect is shut down their lending system and people have lost out on loads of money um and i don't feel bad um maybe i'm a bit of a savage because for that but i don't feel bad at all because it was very obvious you could have done your research of warning signs everywhere there were so many articles about why it's a ponzi scheme um apart from it just being obviously a ponzi scheme um there were so many articles it was getting shut down in several um states in in the u.s and it was getting shut down or blocked and they were getting fined in so many areas no one knew who owns it no one knows to this day who runs it um it was being pushed by stupid YouTubers that um, clearly don't know what they're talking about and clearly don't care about their subscribers. Um, and people would were willing to defend it no matter what. Like, they came out and there are people still defending it to this day after it's wiped out so many people's funds. Um, it's, it's, it's funny because it's funny because it's stupid and it's you're either going to laugh or cry to be honest at this situation and i'm not going to cry for them so i'm going to laugh um it's 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 upsetting at the same time though because it's upsetting that people would be so silly and fomo would grasp take us like such a grasp on people uh to the point where they 
are going to they take it personally when you attack um you attack this scheme like it's not even i'm not even talking to you like i'm posting a tweet yeah and i put hashtag bitconnect and you've clicked on hashtag bitconnect and you've gone through the tweets <laughs> looking for people who are attacking it just so you can go and defend it and to be honest those people were probably people who were wanting to push the referral so they didn't want anyone saying anything negative about it because they wanted to get more people on so they could make more money um but yeah no it was like a ponzi scheme slash pyramid scheme sort of thing it was very very obvious probably one of the most obvious i've ever seen um yeah and it's, it's sad that you know people have lost money to it but it's funny at the same time so yeah <laughs> well a bit savage bit just just a bit but then you know you're a blockchain um i think i don't know i think fanboyism is never good you know there's not much in in terms of things in life that i'll be such a fanboy that i would pretty much put my life on it or i would kind of jump into it like you know assassin's creed you know when you jump like an eagle i'm i'm a bit more safe in that sense i think people just need to relax you know you don't have to um defend things and get so angry and irate i guess they were because it might have been hitting their pocket because they couldn't get more people on and, and you know that type of thing but you know again just relax like if you're especially if you're ripping someone off if you're ripping someone off potentially you shouldn't be that annoyed about them not getting ripped off like come on have some heart <laughs> like um but yeah i think i've been in a room with with uh somebody talking about a, a, a pyramid scheme in effect and i remember just the users around me literally being on this hype and it was like it was like um, a cult. It's like yeah, 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 money, yeah, 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 money. And I was the only one in the room. I swear, I swear, my life. The only one in the room going, looking left and right, like this is so dodgy. Like this, does, this doesn't make no sense to me. It's like a cult. <laughs> yeah. And and like I was like, I need to get out. Like that's what I was thinking in my head. I need to get out because it's not like I was online. I was in the room with them. So I was like, I need to get out. Yeah. Just so I, cause I even though the people I went with like were quite cool and I was like um do you, this is a bit dodgy what about this but no you're wrong Courtney yeah you're wrong you can make so much money out of this I was like okay all right you, you stay I'm, I'm just gonna go like I'll be back and I, I literally got out of there because as I say people can get so irate and so angry and then you should just relax like if you're gonna rip somebody off do it quietly do it a bit more chill but I guess you can't do that if you're doing some sort of ponzi scheme whatever have you anyway you need to be as loud as possible promoting it as much as you can and pushing it out to people so more people get involved so you can rip them all off and you know again this is what seems to have happened here so it's, it is sad um i hate these types of things like i would try to do, get anybody I, I can out of it or away from it um but you know when people you know see money and they see the, the dollar signs or the pound signs in their eyes a bit like those cartoons from looney tunes you kind of just you have to leave them and make them learn for themselves and i think this is just another example of that people just need to learn from themselves mm. that you know there are things out there to rip you off and if you don't want to take advice then boy yeah i think courtney's right he summed up perfectly like at the end of the day this whole saga has is just one big learning experience and or learning opportunity and you can either learn from it or have the same things happen to you again until you learn um yeah and that's really it 
you can always learn there's always situations to learn from but this one is a bit is a big learning one and i think even the people that were at a loss for a few days and they were looking at their portfolio it was in the red that was a big especially people who are new to trading and investing like if you were a seasoned trader you've seen like your funds in the red several times the market is always usually always dominating you and you have to be patient you have to be strong you have to be strong-willed you can't give in to impatience and and, and fear or greed um and yeah um this is a good uh, this was a good learning i think it taught a lot of people uh, some good lessons um but yeah i think that's it for 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 this um uh podcast i think we've covered everything thoroughly i believe um but yeah if you guys have any um contributions or you do you have anything to say about the crash or anything we've spoken about please leave a comment um yeah this this podcast is really good it's really good. It's better than any other podcast we've had. I can't, I can't I, lie. I've not had a better podcast. Yeah. Oh, my well, this is goodness. probably the best podcast. I wonder what the difference is between this podcast and the other podcast where Andy's in it. Yeah. Oh, that's the difference. <laughs> Andy's in it. Anyway, um, yeah, <laughs> we'll see you guys later. Um, we are, we are, though, like actually interviewing for an, another host. So if you guys want to join, uh, please just comment down below. Yeah, uh, leave a yeah. comment. <laughs> That's right. me out though. Take care, guys. Right, see ya.